Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the final episode for 2019. This is episode 127, and as you can hear, we've got a bit of Olang Zion playing in the background. Where we're hurtling towards the new year, and you are with your two high priests of Conchu, one of them being myself, Ray, and of course, Conishu. Conishu, hello. Hello, I am here. Yes. This episode 127, the most well-numbered episode of all. Oh, such a memorable number, 127. You know, it just it just fits perfectly to the end of the year. <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking about that the other day, Connor, and I thought because we started, um, you know, a couple of years ago, but we started in August, I think. So hence the the weird number now. So we've had two full years plus. What is that four months? Um, so we've been around for yeah about two years and four months. So it's a pretty pretty nice long stint. Yeah, bloody I think hell. I, oh, sorry, I, I think I got it wrong. Maybe it's one. <laughs> can't Hang on, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So yeah, two yeah two years. Yeah, two years and uh, four months. Yeah, for, for a minute there, I thought it was only one and a half years. It's, it's so quick, <laughs> so quick. But anyway, loonies, we are here. The final episode of this year. What we're going to do, it's um, it's a bit of a yearbook for Into the Night. Uh, we are going to look at, you know, how Mooney has travelled throughout two, 2019. Um, I guess we're just going to discuss kind of how successful and, you know, how, you know whether you were satisfied or not, that that was enough Mooney exposure for this year. Uh, we'll also then have a look at, I guess, just a little reflection of where we've kind of progressed as a podcast uh what we've managed to do this year and and kind of looking ahead and and just then finally a cap off to uh, a big thanks to all the loonies out there so uh this should be a fun one connor um no nothing to review except for the whole year well which is a, a fairly decent task if you think about it mm. yeah yeah but before we get into any of that um obviously happy holidays happy festive season to everyone um you know, by the time this comes out, we're well past Christmas, but we are heading towards New Year's. Connor, um, how, how was a Christmas break for you? Um, anything oh, exciting? Mate, I'm loving it. It's been nice and quiet, which is what I've needed for the last little while. It's just, you know, kicking yeah. back with the fam. What about yourself? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same, kind of the fam thing. Um, having lots of fun with little Finn and his cousins up from Melbourne, so little... Little my L, she's uh, she's a good. Oh, what is she? Eight nine months younger than Finn, so uh, a oh, lot. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a lot of fun. He he's kind of, you know, the bigger one of the two, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, a lot of lot of fun. Just um, spending time with the fam as well. Um, any anything of note, Connor? Can you say that you may have gotten yourself or someone's gotten you comic wise or 
pop culture wise? No, pretty light. Uh, comic wise this year, I think just uh, you know a decent bottle of something good and Ooh. all the rest of it. Mm. Oh, hold, hold the phone, hold the phone there, Connor. You got you got a nice. What are holidays for? That's 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 all you're saying. Fantastic. That's, all I'm saying. that's fantastic. I mean, that's right. The holidays. Is good for a tipple, I must say. I am enjoying a tipple right now as, as we uh, <laughs> record this this podcast. It's a it's a great time to you know to wet the old uh, vocal cords. Anyway, uh, yeah, great stuff. Also, I guess I mean, Connor, any chance of reading anything um, of note lately? Or um, you know, we kind of just inject a little bit of this of reading, watching, and listening. Anything of note that you'd like to shout out? Uh, not recently. My free time started, well, starts basically tomorrow, my real free time, and I've oh. got a, a massive bucket list of comics to get into. Yes. Blimey. Um, caught up on the latest bit of Mooney. I've been away for the, all the big old uh, Serpent War issues. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah, so you haven't, I've got a yeah. bunch of graphic. Yeah, you haven't read that yet? No, I just read those uh, this afternoon. Oh. Uh, I got a whole bunch of graphic novels picked up, ready to go for the holidays that I've missed out on. A big bucket list. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, what did you think of Serpent War, by the way? Um, look, I still haven't had time to listen to uh, your, I imagine, excellent review with our lovely guest. <laughs> but uh, look, I can't say I'm too big a fan of it. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think it's a good enough story in its own right. I just don't think without Mooney that I probably would have picked the event up at all. And I think. Just for that reason, it's just not something that I'm totally yeah. digging, I think would be the fairest way to say. Oh, look, that's, I think, a very fair thing to say. Um, without Mooney there, you'd kind of wonder if you would pick it up exactly as you say. Uh, and I kind of seeing, I'm kind of seeing it, I'm getting uh, ghosts of contagion, Connor, a little. You know what I mean? Um, with these miniseries, as we're, when. Nothing too much is at stake. It's a lot of fun to see Mooney in it, but uh, there's not much. Anyway, I mean, we, I am enjoying it. I enjoyed the second issue a lot more than the first, um, and we'll see where it goes. And there's only a couple more issues for it. Uh, it's a fun little jaunt, if anything. Um, I've just been reading. I've been going through uh, my epic collections. Uh, Spider-Man, The Goblin's Last Stand. I think that's the epic... Oh, very nice. Mm, yeah, it's the epic collection with that issue uh, of Gwen Stacy and, and the Green Goblin. So um, very, very exciting. I haven't come up to that issue yet. Uh, I've read the introduction of The Gibbon. Uh, have you seen The Gibbon, Connor? <laughs> very, very, oh. Yeah, very cool character. Uh, he popped up in Nick Spencer's later run in Hunted of the Amazing Spider-Man. Um, oh, okay. Mm, he had a very tragic kind of one-shot, uh, one issue there where basically, well, spoilers, he dies in it. Um, but a very sad story. It's, it's actually one of the, I think, one of the best um, Spider-Man issues that Spencer has written, at least. So. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Mm, so so good to see the origin of the Gibbon. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's been that's been good reading. Um Anyway, loonies, let's get to it. Uh, there's only... Oh, I don't even know if this is news, kind of a bit of white noise. Does this qualify? Um, I'm not it's sure. It's got the internet a buzz at least, so... Mm. Mm. So what do we have? We have... Uh, I don't even know where this... I think you have the source there, where it originated, yep. but apparently Daniel Radcliffe is in some sort of running to be Moon Knight for our TV show that is apparently flying ahead, filming in... 
mm. going to be filming in the UK. Oh, that's So there's right, definitely a yes. lot of moves happening there. Yeah, yep. Uh, that's right. And actually, a little shout-out to Looney Raymond Strong. that He dropped it in our Facebook group. I, I don't know where it originated myself as well, Connor. I, I trawled um, just a few moments before we went on air and... Uh, there were numerous articles on this, so I'll just pick one. Uh, that will be in our show notes. But yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, people know him most notably as Harry Potter from the Harry Potter se- series, uh, movies. Um, thoughts, Connor? What do you think of this? Uh, I mean, well, I, could, I couldn't really imagine it. I think I'm still more of a, a, Sh- a Shia LaBeouf man myself. I kind of <laughs> like that casting, but I think this one is possibly just as out of left field, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, what a way. I think Daniel Radcliffe is really just kind of doing what he wants, appearing in a bunch of crazy different indie films and the like. Mm. So I could see him just jumping aboard Moon Knight. And there is that one image of him in slippers holding, going akimbo that's been running around the internet. So maybe, (laughs) maybe he's just crazy enough to do it. Yeah. He, I think he's really trying to distance himself from his iconic role, which, fair enough. I mean, if you want to continue your, your career, and his career arguably kind of peaked early when he was young, um, he's still got plenty of good years behind him, so um, ahead of him, sorry. So he, um, I, I wouldn't blame him for trying to kind of put, you know, try to distance himself and do these indie things. Um, a, a role in the, you know, the Kevin Feige MCU, MCU TV would be pretty cool for him. Um, I mean, any gig for Marvel would be good. Um, something different, I don't know. His physicality to me, he doesn't have it. But having said that, you know, I've learned along the way that you've kind of got to let that go. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you, you know, there's always something at the back of my mind, kind of, you, you know, you've got to, right, we had a brilliant performance by John Bernthal as the Punisher not typically physically representative of Punisher in comics. And fair enough, who can be? He's just, you know, a big bulky, stocky dude. But, you know, if you look at Thor, for instance, and and Spider-Man, the actors that represent them so currently, they pretty much fit the bill. You know, you have a a lithe, um, kind of quite agile Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and you have... Chris Hemsworth kind of really bulked up as Thor. Um, the same, I think, can be said for Moon Knight as well. He's it, one of the main things I always remember him for being is a heavyweight boxer. So he's a big fella, you know what I mean? Um, mm. two, over two hundred pounds. I think he's six foot two, six foot three. So he's pretty. He's pretty big. Uh, anyway, I don't know whether we we need to let that go when they cast whoever they cast. Um, I'd like to see him as an imposing figure because he's he's kind of meant to be, um, you, you know, feared. Uh, that's a whole his whole thing, isn't it? You know, being in white. So I think he'd need that presence. Um, I don't... Well, you think about how much uh, Kamil Nanjani is just bulked up for the Eternals. You never know some oh, of these okay. lads, some, right. of the, some of these boys. Yeah, I've heard also, uh, just been following um, Simu Liu, um, on on Twitter. Uh, some people will know him as he's the upcoming Shang-Chi in the Shang-Chi movie. Uh, he apparently tweeted something. His dad said to him, uh, you know, are you on steroids, son? Because so he, I, think he's, I think he's bogged up as well. He hasn't posted any, any photos. Um, he's always been a very athletic 
um, you know, figure. So it'd be very interesting to see him when he's finally revealed. But he's been working hard. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Connor, would you be happy to see um, uh, someone under five foot, um, quite slight build, represented um, as Moon Knight? Um, look, all I can, I wouldn't really know, but all I can say is. Um, the casting director for the MCU has never steered us wrong so far. Mm-hmm. So I think if they're thinking it, if they think uh, Mr. Under uh, Five Foot can be imposing, then I'm more than happy to trust them. <laughs> well, I hope he isn't under five foot. Jeez, we're talking Wolverine <laughs> level. <laughs> if he's you know, puck, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, look, I guess at the end of the day, I'll be happy to see Moon Knight on screen. We all know he's coming. Um, and that's one of the big things for 2020, kind of, we'll get a lot more news as to casting, writers, potential plots and stuff. It'd be very exciting to, um, very exciting to hear. Right, well, that's kind of the only news in this end of year, um, this portion of the year. Uh, understandably so, things are quieting down, I'm assuming, across the board, um, Next, Connor. Look, I just wanted to. I just wanted to do a big, huge spectacle. This is our end of year episode, and before anything, I just wanted to um, to thank, like, pretty much a lot of the loony, all of the loonies that have contributed to the show. Um, I, I think they've been absolutely remarkable. And again, I reiterate, um, you know, there's no. I'm not saying that if you don't contribute you're any lesser. I mean, we love all the loonies, we love our community, but it has been so special to include so many loonies um, this year in all our episodes or our serials. So uh, so first of all, of course, the two high priests, Konishu and Rebecca, a huge thank you. Um, you guys have uh, carried the baton as well a few times during the year when um, I've gone missing uh, and always a pleasure to talk to and discuss stuff. Um, you know, I know life goes, you know, chops and changes along the way. Things get busy and, um, you know, other other things pop up. But um, it's very much appreciated, my uh, my good high priest, Connor, and uh, and Rebecca, who's not here with us, but um, a big shout-out to Rebecca too. Yeah, we got to... Well, thank you, first of all. I know I've got to speak for myself as well that I've, I've been a bit more absent this year than probably the last year. I've been uh, run ragged and now at the last sort of quarter of the year become sick in a whole bunch of different unfortunate ways that have left me away from the podcast but I think I've never this podcast has never been in better company than this year mm. all the guests we've had not just filling in for me but being their own incredible outstanding hosts in their own right mm-hmm. so, and you know quite literally hosting the show when neither of us have been here absolutely yeah for sure. So, I mean, they've been, they've done an absolute terrific job. We'll get to it as well a bit later on with the ITK reflections, but they've also jumped in, you know, with two hands for all these activities that we've we've brought up for the ITK community, such as the Fantasy Comic League, um, such as the Serial as well. So it's it's really encouraging and it's um it's fantastic to see. And you know, let let's keep on building on that. Uh, you know, we've got a TV show coming up soon. Um, we're going to be all abuzz with it, uh, and it's just great to meet uh, and to talk to, to more Moon Knight fans. So, uh, of course, Connishu, yourself, and Rebecca, a huge thank you. Look, this is in no particular order as well. I want to be a big shout-out to, and <laughs> to save on editing, 
I'm not going to put in the sound effects for some of these guys who have nicknames. Uh, Rick, the Rick Ball Special, Gentusa, big shout out to you, my good sir. Tommy Cavill, the man on the streets. Josh Johnson, Josh Geronimo Johnson. And we have the power of Chad Jernigan, Dustin Coldcase Kurtz. We've got Noel Looney Tunes Tate. Uh, a big shout out to Orion Petty Clerk, who's also the host of We Are Venomaniacs. A big thank you to Brian Warshaw for his help on the Conscious Idols, the review of the Mezco toy figure. Um, Anthony Sitko, host of Capes on the Couch. A big thank you for him uh, chatting about film, Moon Knight on film, and chatting about his Moon Knight script, which was a blast. Um, we've also got Wayne Hunt, uh, Wayne O, host, one of the hosts from Courtside Podcast. <laughs> Staff member of King's Comics, the the best comic book store in the known universe. Uh, big shout out to Wayne. He's jumped on for a couple of episodes. Uh, Adam Barnhart, he's uh, one of the hosts from Marvel News Desk podcast. He jumped on. We had a, uh, a chat about a classic Moon Knight review, um, so it was great. Adam Ryan Daniels, um, most of you would probably know, fellow collective member, and I Am Your Target Demographic, the YouTube channel. Big thank you to Adam for jumping on the ITK serial. MK Midkine, one of our favourite loonies all the way from the Philippines. He came on for an Isla Ra. Fantastic talk with him. I think it was over three hours. It was brilliant. Phil, Phil me in Perich, the tireless host um, of Capes uh, and Lunatics. Again, a fellow collective member. And then we have both Bushmen and Moonmen, Dave Watkins and Bobby Lowndes. Uh, they're from the Moon Knight Core Facebook page. They jumped on for a review. Big shout out to you guys. I hope we get to see you again on the show. You were a blast. Um, huge shout out also to Corey Hardiman. Now, Corey Connor, we, um, we reviewed his comic, Sister Mercy. Um, at, oh, lovely. Mm, the first, like, loony created title. Um, uh, so big shout out to Corey, and he also did fantastic work on our serial, um, The Hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter. Also, Natasha Rohrbacher, um, huge shout out to you for, for guest hosting, along with Dave Friend, Finn from The Signal, Blasting from the Swamp, and Caden Batera, who we had a, a good chat about um, with fan films, um, and his own film, Moon Knight, which came out early this year, January, um, on his 21st birthday, I believe. So... A huge shout-out to all you loonies and also every loony that actually has written in directly to the show or left feedback on our threads. So, um, look, I've, I've been having a blast um, interacting with the likes of James Young, um, CMK7. He's uh, dropped in a lot of... Um, Jordan Hegarty as well. So um, a huge shout-out to all you all you loonies. A huge thank you. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to take this time for our last episode to, to recognise uh, all your efforts and to, to give you a, a huge thank you and conscious blessing. Likewise. Thank you all. Yeah. Very big, big clap, big clap. I might insert a, a clapping. Uproarous applause. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. That was a bit, sorry, Connor, that was a bit lengthy, but um, I really wanted to, to shout them Necessary? all out. Necessary? Necessary, absolutely. Okay, Connor, we are getting to our spotlight now. So this is the first half of our reflections for this year. And uh, and Connor, Moon Knight this year, he uh, he had a pretty, I think, I would say successful. Um, I'd say very successful. Yeah, I mean, there is a gaping hole in the fact that uh, we're missing a, a, a title, a series, um, which I'm sure a lot of loonies would still be hankering for. But 
we weren't left totally ignored. So um, I've got a list here, kind of, do you mind reading? This is from the Marvel website as to actually where Moon Knight appeared. This can also be known as a bit of a night watch. So anyone who wants to pick up (laughs) where Moon Knight appeared this year in publication, um, this is what came from, from Marvel. So have you got that list there, Connor? I sure do. I believe this is an uh, order from when it released during the year. Uh, mm-hmm. This was uh, doc- the first appearance in the Doctor Strange Damnation event, which we did as our big crossover of the year. Mm-hmm. The Big Fat Moon Knight 200. Uh, yeah. The third epic collection that uh, collects the last and complete of uh, Mench's original run, mm-hmm. Epic Collection Volume 3, Final Rest. Uh, the second collection of Bemis's run, Moon Knight Legacy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Punisher Epic Collection, Kingpin Rules. I'm not sure what issues are in, in that. But... Yeah, me too. Um, we'll have to, have to really <laughs> double check. Uh, no, but it, he's just popped up in it. I'm not sure. It could be the, the, it could be the annual story. Sorry. Sorry, oh, Connor. Oh, maybe. Could be Actually, Daniel. no, no, no. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, Marvel no. Comics Presents 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe Again, which I thought came out earlier in the year. Okay, yeah, but I'm the wrong. trade, I think, apparently came out. Ah, just, yeah. of course. But that was a fun one. Uh, yeah. God, that was actually. Yeah. Uh, his appearance in the Punisher 15, our very own Moon Knight Annual One, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Contagion issues three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now Serpent War just and, happening. Uh, yeah. So we've, um, two two of those issues have been released. Um, the third and fourth are coming very soon. So I think by oh, I think it is by the end of the year, or maybe in the first week of January. Uh, Serpent War should be wrapped up as well, um, but yeah. So those are all the the, the comic books um, and and trades and collections that Moon Knight appeared in. But um, Connor, we also have Moon Knight appearing in other guises as well. That's some fantastic stuff. We'd have the uh, massively successful and gorgeous Mezco one to twelve scale figure, uh, both yeah. the White Knight and Crescent edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. Uh, that MK Diamond Select Premier statue. That, mm. Do you own that now, Ray? You I, I don't. I'm, I missed out on the first limited <sighs> edition, but I am going to hopefully collect this one, get this one. So it comes in at a pretty penny still. Uh, I think it retails Aussie dollars, I think, about 180 200 bucks. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Mm. Uh, he was a downloadable character in uh, the Marvel um, Ultimate Alliance 3 game. Mm-hmm. The big announcement that our TV show is coming soon, slash now next year, sooner than we expected. And then Jeremy Slater got revealed as our showrunner. Yeah. To decent amount of fanfare. Yeah. And that was a... I think that pretty much caps off all the Moon Knight things this year. Yeah, I mean, Jeremy Slater, I guess everyone's kind of madly looking at all these past projects apart from probably fantastic four <laughs> um <laughs> and just just to saying how he is uh, as we discussed as well kind of i've heard his exorcist was really good which was a cancelled tv show on netflix i believe or something or amazon or um but yeah so obviously the big one is the disney plus the tv show so we're all waiting with bated breath on that but we're also still waiting for um a title series. Now, Connor, here I've got next up. <clears throat> so that that's exactly what happened to Moon Knight this year. Now, if you cast your mind back to episode 100, where you, myself, Rebecca, and the power of Chad, we kind of ruminated as to where we thought it was a bit. It was a bit broader. We thought like um, over the next hundred episodes of Into the Night. 
where would Moon Knight be? Um, but I thought we'd truncate that now and, and see if any of our predictions came true by the end of this year. So uh, we're on episode 127, so we're 27 episodes in to the next 100. Uh, and um, I wanted to first... Uh, look, I'll play some, some snippets from our episode 100, Connor. So, um, look, the first uh, the first prediction was made by Chad, and uh, and Chad said something like this. reckon would land so um chad for you um can we put you up against a a new series for moon knight that's pretty pretty realistic isn't it i wouldn't say a new series i am definitely saying that he's going to be part of something like a permanent cast of something yes thank you that was from episode 100 all the way back in june this year right in the middle of the year and that was a prediction made by chad Connor, what did you think? Um, he kind of, Chad kind of got it right a little, yeah? Yeah, in a different way than I think all of us were expecting with uh, varying opinions on the results, but between Serpent War and uh, Contagion, mm-hmm. not bad. Not bad, yeah, he he was kind of part of a team. I, uh, the only thing letting down, I think Chad did say... Um, like a regular ongoing team, so these being minis. But, you know, on the ball there, Chad, uh, we did get Moon Knight as a team player, and uh, he was featured in that. Um, oh, also, sorry, Connor, I just got to backtrack a bit. There is actually one more appearance of Moon Knight that Marvel published this year as well. It just reminded me. It was Avengers West Coast, the epic collection, uh, Lost in Time oh, Space. Very nice. Yeah, so that was the classic Al Milgram, Steve Englehart run, because I, I just remember that because we reviewed that this year as well. Um, so that was also released. I'll have to insert that into the show notes, but just a, just a little reminder. Um, yeah, so well done. So Chad, you know, he was on the money there. Now, the second prediction, Connor, we had from yourself. So you get to listen to yourself, your past self, about six months ago. And, uh, and this is what Connor had to say about... Um, about Moon Knight. Uh, Connor, your prediction. Uh, were you looking at uh, maybe you were talking about toy figures? Is there a prediction there? I'm going to say Moon Knight gets, uh, you know, a bigger character role in one of, in an upcoming cartoon, in a new slate of cartoons oh, that will awesome. be coming eventually. Yes. Yes, that was Connor. Connor Shoe. Connor, you're predicting it. You, you know, that was a, a pretty ballsy uh, prediction. Um, how did... How, well, we didn't really go too well in this one. No, honestly, I think um, even outside of Moon Knight, I was uh, shocked by how limited Marvel's animated scope seemed mm. to be. Marvel Rising has been successful, and I've enjoyed that, but I think as a whole, they've kind of seemed to have distanced themselves away from that for a bit, which was a, a bit of a shock for myself, and then obviously I, a complete fail of a prediction. <laughs> um, we got Ultimate Alliance, which is something, but none of us predicted that. Yeah, none of, no, no, none of us did, um, which was weird. I mean, because like, Moon Knight's quite popular in the game sphere, uh, but, um, yeah, we're still waiting on... Uh, J.M.D. Mateus did say in the interview 
back in episode 100 again that there is a Moon Knight appearance coming for the the Spider-Man animated series that's currently going. I think it's in episode uh, season five or six now. Um, but I've had a check and he hasn't popped up yet. So that might still be next year. We might be still way off. That might have been a huge scoop by James DiMatteis. Um, he's certainly given us a, a good heads up there. Uh, so no, nothing in the animated realm, unfortunately. And same, Connor, you mentioned, it's such a shame you heard it. Uh, there's that also news about the offenders. Did you hear about that? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I was genuinely heartbroken by that. That looked to be a good time I was looking forward to. Yeah. Um, so obviously some changes in the guard with, with Jeff Loeb and Kevin Feige taking control over the, the crea- creative input of the TV uh, Marvel TV is kind of that's fallen on the wayside, but that's a shame. Hopefully, we'll see a little bit more. Uh, the third one we have is from Rebecca, um, and she had this to say Rebecca, um, um hmm, what do I think? Uh, in the next so year and a half, <coughs> yep. Uh, yeah, year and a half or so, yeah, next hundred episodes. By the time we get to episode uh, 200, we'll reflect on all these. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Long way ahead, yeah. Uh, um, I think Moon Knight and a team, go on, I'll put my money Moon Knight and team as well, okay. Lock you in, Eddie, yeah. for that one. Yes, that was Rebecca from our episode 100. Not too different from Chad's uh, predictions about wanting a team there, Connor. So, um, Rebecca, again, I guess she's on the ball. It was it was a good year for slowly introducing him back into a team and then hopefully we might see him on the Avengers properly with Jason Aaron next year, hopefully. Mm, well, that's one of the big things, actually, earlier on in that episode that Chad wanted he that was another prediction he actually made as well. He wanted uh, an ongoing series, not prediction. Maybe that's just his wish. Wanted an ongoing series with Jason Aaron, which we all kind of thought because all those breadcrumbs were dropped. Um, so uh, you know we're just teased to no end with that. Um, and finally, I had a little bit of a, a little play with this, a little bit of prediction. I thought I'd go outside the square a little. And uh, here's what I had to say about what I thought Moon Knight would be doing over the course of the next year or so. I'm going to go a little, I'm going to branch out a little here. Uh, why not? It's got nothing else to lose. I reckon an overhaul of Moon Knight, uh, whether again the mantle of Moon Knight be taken by someone else or, or there being maybe an all. Um, what is it, Ultimate Universe or something of them? We we get another depiction of Moon Knight, um, and actually excluding Arachnite because we know that that's coming. Yep. So that one wasn't too successful. <laughs> Got to give yourself some credit there. We were thinking far into the future, and something like that takes that's a bit more true. time. And- that's 27 true. episodes. That's true. That's true. And, and and for this year, I mean, and again, as we've mentioned, there's a lot of things that happened to Moon Knight uh, already this year that we, we could be, um, you know, so grateful for. So, I don't know. We very much might see that later on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like the way you think, Connor. Yeah. Let, let, you know, let's give it another, <laughs> at least another 27, 23 episodes. Let's reach the 50-episode mark and maybe something will happen there. But, uh, yeah, those were our our 
predictions or our thoughts. Um, just a few other notes here. Um, kind of as mentioned before, so um, Chad did mention he wanted a or he foresaw a, a new title series by Jason Aaron. Um, we haven't got that yet. We've we've got those minis, Serpent War and Contagion. Um, and again, similar as a team member, he he's a team member in Serpent War and Contagion as well. Um, yeah, we were all wrong about the ultimate about Moon Knight in the games. Uh, he did indeed pop up, and one of the first downloadable packs or whatever. Um, so he generated a lot of interest in our community there. Uh, unfortunately, we talked about Funko Pops toy toy figures. Uh, nothing yet. I still see that on the horizon, Connor. I think once a TV show hits. Oh, for sure. The once the TV hits, we're golden. Yeah. So. Kevin Feige did say the TV show will be ready by the end of 2020. So, depending on... Ha- what- it's also interesting none mm. of us foresaw a TV show in any way, or even a movie. No, yeah, that's right. Um, that's right, I've got here in the notes. Um, we thought we all thought it was a, a, way, a long way out yet. Um, <laughs> we all thought that there's no way by 100 episodes, next 100 episodes, we'd be getting a show. Who would have known that... What was it? It's um, four months after we recorded episode 100, we got the announcement that Moon Knight was in a TV show. So, so that was a big, a big win for all the Moonies there. Um, we also did predict as well p- potential Easter eggs or references in in other TV shows or movies. I again, Connor, actually, I think that will happen still next year, um, not this year, but it will happen. Uh, I reckon I still strongly feel Winter Soldier Falcon. Um, that's the first cab off the ranks. There might be a reference there to Moon Knight. I think Kevin Feige will want to build this Disney Plus kind of universe with Marvel. MC, let's call it MCU. Because, I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, not yet, but I think in the very close future. So look out for it. I think 2020 will have something Moon Knight referenced on, on film. That will be fantastic. Alrighty, well... Uh, my good man, why don't we take a, a short break? Uh, well, actually, before we go, sure. I have a question. <coughs> yep. Uh, that That's kind of the hard facts of the matter, but how do you feel about Moon Knight this year? What, what do you Have you enjoyed his roles this year? Have you found it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think there was enough this year. Obviously, obviously, an ongoing series would be absolutely fantastic and I'm, I'm not too worried about the tv show and stuff the announcement was enough for me this year um just to know that we're going to get one was a huge a huge um you know boon but um ongoing series is obviously something that a little lacking but i thought that he was you know in marvel comics presents number four there was a nice you know little story uh the annual like he was in the public eye enough for me uh, i was quite happy with that and in all the spheres as well, apart from the animation, as you mentioned, but in the the toy figures, in the games. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I I was too... I was quite happy at the amount of exposure he got, although in Contagion I was a little disappointed in how he was portrayed. You know, it's kind of similar to Damnation. But, yeah, I don't know, a bit hot and cold, Connor, I guess. Um, Yeah, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think... As far as comics go, I can really only think of Deadpool. I mean, it's the end of the Bemis run. I feel like kind of you know that's kind of a carryover from the previous year, which we all we all enjoyed. Um, mm. And I think 
the annual was enjoyed, but I think the moon, uh, Comics Presents and actually, surprisingly, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again were the only two comic appearances I can say were really struck true for me as a Moon Knight fan. But I think, as a general osmosis, Moon Knight as a character struck up from the most he ever has from irrelevancy since, I think, perhaps the Ellis run. You know, not only is he in a lot more comics, he's now in the public eye for TV. I think the boys over at Moon Knight Corps, Mm. whether they do or don't, realize has quite an effect on just how our characters portrayed you know those that you know even comical appearance online keeps keeps a level of fandom and general interest going that you can only sort of see the benefits of in this social media age but i think for a moon knight television show coming next year i think we've we've set up the right targets to get the most out of that and to mm. really see moon knight go forward yeah yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of that depends on, I guess, how how decent. I don't even say how how good the show will be. If if it comes out and it's solid enough, uh, yeah, that would um, definitely do well for the character and the interest for the character as well. Uh, if you look at, unfortunately, the likes of the Inhumans with the TV show, that really took a kick in the guts. Um, because of the TV show, sorry, I mean, I mean the characters. Um, Marvel did kind of um, still inject them into um, comic books and titles and stuff, but um, you know, you only have to look at what now is the death of Inhumans, and they're, they're like totally gone now. So, um, the, yeah, yeah, and I, I do believe it's because of the de- decline in popularity because it took such a hit with the uh, similar with Iron Fist as well. Um, he's lacking a title. Um, although he has popped up in Contagion, not much in Contagion. Um, but yeah, yeah. So hopefully, if Moon Knight is portrayed in a decent light, then there will be momentum built behind him, and yeah, and things will just get bigger and better for him. So, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um. Any other final thoughts, Connor, on, on Moon Knight? No, I think we 2019? covered it well there. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, um, loonies, take a breather. We're going to have a little bit of a break. Uh, and when we come back, after hearing messages from some of our beloved collective members, we're just going to have a little little discussion on our, our little podcast and how it's gone in the year. Um, and, yeah, we'll be right back to wrap things up. The swamp, more than merely a place. It is a churning, seething, bubbling bed of life, of which you are a part. Once you were a man, a chemist named Ted Salas, until one little experiment went somewhat awry. And you changed. A serum that was to have made you a super soldier, combined with the strange forces in the swamp, to make you over into this, a shambling, mindless mockery of your former humanity. The macabre man-thing. Man-Thing was created in the early 1970s to capitalize on the growing monster craze, but under writer Steve Gerber it became something quite different. Experimental, surreal, and very, very weird. It was something I loved as a kid, but does it still hold up today, four decades after its initial publication? So join me, Paul Matthew Carr, as I attempt to make sense of this cult classic and analyze each issue, putting it in the context of the time it was written and comparing it to the standards of today. And maybe you too 
can come to love the world's second most famous swamp-based comic book character as much as I do. The Nexus of All Realities, a Man-Thing podcast, a twice-monthly dive into the bizarre. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. We are two of the many, many survivors of Krypton's destruction, and we have made our home in Australia, and dare I say have become Australians, for better or worse. But we have also decided to read Superman comics, read Superman books, watch Superman shows, cartoons, movies, basically everything Superman, and from an Australian perspective as well. Whether you're a seasoned fan, like me, or whether you are coming in fresh, wide-eyed, and wanting to learn more like me, then this podcast is for you. Join us for our bi-weekly adventures available on all good podcast catches. So just search for Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. We'll be coming to you from Australia or some cosmic dimension, wherever we are that week. Up, 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 up and, and away! away. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. This is episode 127 of Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You are with your high priest of Konshu, Ray and Konishu, and we are here to just look at at ITK Connor this year. Um, we have come in leaps and bounds. Uh, we've tried new things. Um, and uh, look, one of the things I also wanted to inject here as well, before we get into the list of, of stuff, uh, you, I really want to kick this off, Connor. Uh, you and I, we talked at the beginning of the year about um, posting up fan fan fiction articles and reviews. Do you remember that? I sure do. Mm, I think that's a fantastic idea, and that's something that we should really, um, uh, you know, promote for next year as well. I mean, this being the end of the year... Uh, um, we didn't get that many bites, but I don't think we should be dissuaded by that. Um, and um, I think it's something definitely that we should do for for next year. Um, but having said that, we had a very busy year this year, Konishu. So um, I don't know. Uh, these are what I thought were some of the some of the um, the benchmarks. Um, have you got that list there as well? I sure do. Um, yeah, let's go through them. Well, hitting our big episode 100, not bad for a yeah. small little podcast, started uh, in a, a group of 23 members <laughs> all those years ago. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, episode 100 was, for me, my personal favourite. It was it was a very proud milestone. Um, you know, we've got plenty of, plenty of stuff to cover still, and we've got the TV show to come up with, so... Um, there's there's plenty of episodes ahead, but but 100 is is one of the first big I think big milestones. Um, we also had in that episode 100 we we had some interviews with some giants of the industry. So um, so happy and and honoured to have spoken to the likes of Doug Mensch, Greg Smallwood, James DeMatteis, and uh, later on in the year, uh, the power of Chad. And uh, and Phil Perich spoke to Cullen Bunn, so um, 
you know, Connor, we're, we're starting to, to gain a bit of, um, you know, legitimacy here by uh, by speaking to people directly linked to Moon Knight. And then trying to challenge them on our own, apparently, as we launched our own uh, our own serial, our own our own <laughs> stories. Uh, yeah, yeah, and another big boon I think this year was uh, the hunt for Conchu's golden scepter, which Connor, you have featured in uh, uh, a few of the episodes already. Uh, I'm liking your arc, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> but you know, this is a lot of fun, and, and again, it, this is harks back to uh, toward the top of the show. Huge thanks to all the loonies that took their time and effort. Um, and willingness to actually be part of it, and it, it's just so much fun. Um, we're up to, as we close out this year, um, December gave us episode 7. Um, that's available now. Um, check the show notes um, for links there, but that had Tommy the Man on the Streets, the likes of Corey and Adam as well, um, you know, telling another tale from... Um, this you know this corner of the Moon Knight universe, so a lot of fun there. Plenty to go ahead. Um, you know, I've I've got a few more written already, um, and I've got some big ideas. So I uh, can't wait to. Hopefully, it all de- it all depends on if Looney's are keen because you know obviously need some actors and need some people who are willing to play in it. Um, but very good indeed. Uh, Connor as well, we also were part of a, the Fantasy Comic League hosted by Brian Bradley. Uh, this was a um, this was a fun thing, and it's still going. Yeah, we're still chugging along. We've got a, a new and returning team of loonies, find it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Connor, you did quite well in the first, but obviously it, it does take a bit of time to select your team and your draft, so... Um, yeah, but um, no, no, no. You had fun with it as well. Oh bloody earth! Well, I look forward to maybe one day returning, even. Mm. Well, pick up where I left off. <laughs> the shattered legacy. <laughs> um, well, also as well, we have season three already in the bag for our ITK division, so that will be kicking off January next year uh, over the course of the next four months. So January till uh, till April. So that's an ongoing thing. We love being part of that um yeah uh also i thought was really cool were more ilra sessions connor really loved these um doing these things um so this year we had the likes of um we had john harrison and Derek o'neill from tv podcast industries we had noel tate we had mk midkine one of our favorite loonies uh we had chad the power of chad given his and uh, and I managed to um to to give it a go as well, Connor. We we definitely have to get you on there. Um, oh, it's a dangerous, hu- but you know it, it is I'm a, ready. I'm oh, ready. Well, you are an encyclopedia of comics, so I think you'll have a very hard task um, because you read so many diverse you know titles and and formats. Um, I'd love to have you on in the hot seat for that one. I look forward to it. Because I think, obviously, trying to make the new year just as just as big. Yeah, for sure. But also, um, not only did we have our either or, we had a bunch of bonus episodes. Like guys, uh, like I mentioned earlier, big shout out to some of the boys taking over the podcast mm. themselves. Our roundtable, Robin. Yes, with all the boys coming on talking talking Moon Knight without without the priests. Yeah, this was a this was a fun. Um, was it like an experiment? A successful experiment. Yes, yeah. exactly. I think it was successful as well, and we'd very much like to continue this on in the new year as well. So basically, loonies, if you haven't heard, go check it out as well. 
no high priests present. It's um, just uh, just a, a bunch of loonies just shooting the breeze, um, coming from all disparate backgrounds as well. So I think we had uh, we had Noel, Tommy, and Rick uh, in one of them, and the other one we had Phil, Chad, and Josh. And uh, it was fun. It was, it was really fun to hear them just you know just talk about what they liked, how they got into comics, and what they thought about Moon Knight and other comic titles. Um, it's definitely something that we will revisit next year. Um, another thing as well, which we're going to try and promote further, will, is our um, is our merchandise. So we released that this year as well under the T Public uh, website. And uh, we had some limited editions here. We got a couple of sales, um, hoping to grow this um, this corner of our podcast, um, you know, brand. Um, definitely, I don't know, worth doing. Uh, and later on, I mean, I've mentioned next year will be a big year as we'll we'll roll out a Patreon um, Patreon page, uh, and there's scope there to actually include maybe prize giveaways or merchandise for um for you know patrons who are willing to support the show um you know with a bit of coin so uh, yeah looking forward to to growing this part of of our podcast um also Connor I guess crossovers we had a little crossover this year with Phil Capes and Lunatics so I wanted to shout out that that was in episode 103 there was a bit of a crossover, his Spider-Man podcast and uh, and Moon Knight. Uh, we covered, uh, there was a, a Mark Spector Moon Knight uh, arc, uh, which had the symbiote Spider-Man um, and Moon Knight facing off the Demogoblin. So that was a lot of fun. And, and uh, I mean, I've been interacting with Phil and his, uh, his shows like Quantum Zone, um, many times this year, um, they're they're a bunch of really good blokes, and uh, and hope to have them more again uh, next year as well. Awesome! That uh, yeah, that was a big part of you know, like we said, of uh, working with other people, and I guess we also had get vocal there to have our lovely faces on screen <laughs> and all our guests being able to uh, properly come together. Yeah, probably get back in that a bit more. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, we we've got a Discord um, server open as well. Get Vocal, I guess, is the next step where it had video, and we're able to actually simulcast um, live shows as well. So that's something new, something different. Look, it's it's a bit different. It's a bit different here because we're in Australia. So when we do a live recording, everyone you know, on the other side in the US might be asleep or something something like that. Um, but it is a fun thing to do. And again, that's something that we will look into um, and maybe flaunt a bit more next year with Get Vocal. Um, we do have, there was talk of a Connor, a, a Moon Knight and Batman debate um, by Phil. Oh yeah, the glove was thrown. Yeah, so that could be well, I mean, Get Vocal could be used quite well for that, I think. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll, um, we'll be doing that um, and other episodes on Get Vocal next year as well. Uh, also as well, which was really, these are three, I'm going to lump together, Moon and Stars. So we managed to actually um, 
do a lot more segments on Moon and Stars. I guess a lot more full moons kind of um, fell around the weekend. Um, and full moons mean we do the Moon and Stars, which is Moon Night on film. Now, obviously, we're waiting for the TV show, but I wanted to shout out episodes 94, 117, and 100... Oh, no, sorry. 94 and 125 um, and 109, sorry. <laughs> That's all over the place, of um, <laughs> of the Moon and Stars. And uh, episode 94, we had Anthony Sitko, which I mentioned earlier. We spoke about his Moon Knight fan script, which was... Absolute blast! It was phenomenal to to um, get to chat with someone who actually created um, a bit of uh, fan fiction for Moon Knight. Uh, also, in episode 109, we've got the boys over at um, YTMCU. Uh, these guys are still um, crafting and honing their their abilities for a Moon Knight film. It was really great to talk to uh, to Dalton and to um, and to Alex about his Moon Knight film, and I believe, Connor, they're, they're going to release soon a, a Secret Avengers uh, fan film. Uh, includes... Yeah, I think they've also got big plans in the new year. Yeah, yeah, so keep a close eye on them if you do love your fan films. Uh, and, of course, one of the later ones, episode 125, spoke to Caden Batera on a quite a, devi- a divisive fan film, Connor. Um, Moon Knight's look in that one, um, you know, wearing the black. Oh, yeah, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Up the ponytails. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was great. I thought the way it was put together was very tight, very professional. Um, so it was a real blast to speak to those to, the, to those peeps as well. Um, yeah. Then we had some uh, other great bonus episodes with uh, Moon Knight. Cool. We had Bushman and Moonman on it. Episode one hundred and seventeen. Mm. Absolutely, just stellar bunch of boys who were rocking the. Uh, the internet comic scene, uh, yep. like I said, we'll hope to have them on many times more. Oh, absolutely. And and these were a couple of guys, a good example, we used to get vocal on. So it was good to, to actually see them put a name to a face, face to a name. Although Bobby, he um, he was, uh, um, his face was, um, what's the word? Not blurred. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was covered. Censored? Censored. <laughs> um, but no, a, a real a great bunch of blokes, one English guy, an American dude. Um, great fun to talk to. I I was quite apologetic to them on that episode because we um, reviewed a review an, an arc of Marvel Comics Presents. It was a terrible, terrible arc of Moon Knight, uh, written by Chuck Dixon, uh, of all people. It was a terrible, terrible two-parter. Um, so best left behind, I'd say. Um, also, as well, uh, not really, I mean, not directly, we didn't create this, but I uh, wanted to give a shout-out because they supply the, the fantastic music to our show, Delita. Um, they released The Other Void, uh, and this I had a good chat with Noel in a bonus episode uh, about the EP and about each and every song and, um, you know, behind the scenes for each of the songs as well. So that was a huge... Uh, I'd love that. And, and to me, I know it's not the official kind of Marvel, you know, Moon Knight music, but um, just to be able to to talk about an album that is specifically um, based on Moon Knight in an unofficial capacity was was just, you know, just brilliant. So, yeah, huge thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Filling a space that that was completely left empty, you know, made it not only a fantastic album, but uh, I think a shining... Mm. 
would you say? I don't know. A shining addition to Moon Knight's canon that has never been filled. Yeah. I'm very interested to hear, Connor, the, the music on the Moon Knight TV show. Uh, will it be like, you know, like the Netflix shows, quite quite kind of soundtrack composer, or will it be more, I don't know, contemporary or just contemporary songs that they use? It'll be very interesting to see kind of what angle they play with Moon Knight. I'd, uh, yeah, I look forward to it. I hope they just go all out with a fantastic score. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be buying that one for sure. Um, and finally, Connor, I guess uh, the big milestones for our podcast and to wrap it up on these reflections for this year. Look, we cracked a thousand, over a thousand group members on our Facebook group, and that was, oh, I can't believe that. As you mentioned, Connor, we started with 23. It's just, um, just weird. Um, and very, you know, gratifying to to um to know that we, you know, we've got I think twelve hundred at the moment, so um, that was pretty cool. And we recently reached uh, five hundred followers on Twitter, so uh, another little milestone there. Pretty happy with, uh, but things are chugging chugging along well, Connor. Oh yeah, I think um, like we only get we only get bigger by the day. And that's, you know, we always talk about this holy grail of a TV show or movie, but yeah. I think I think the group we've got right now is bloody good enough. Just a bunch of hardcore new fans yeah, come to check out what's going on with Mooney. Mm. And they all know about Moon Knight as well. Like, they all bring something, which is really cool. You can learn a lot from each other in the community as well. So that that's another big plus, which I love about interacting with, with everyone on there and in the loony bin, you know, and, and in the comment section and feedback. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that was our year, uh, and we've got, as I mentioned, a couple of big things next year, uh, the big Patreon page, um, which I think we'll start plugging, <laughs> you know, our first episode next year, um, we'll be really kind of driving that, um, hopefully, uh, we'll see how it goes, no expectations, um, it's just kind of testing the water, and the other thing we mentioned, um, in previous episodes will be... Um, writing reviews now of Moon Knight on the Painted Monks Library website. Um, so they've got a dedicated Moon Knight section, and we'll be doing, I believe, it's the all 395 appearances of Moon Knight. Um, we'll be releasing a review, Ooh. yeah, review once a week. Um, so it's kind of um, nice complimentary uh, material to go with with our podcast, Connor, because we do we are doing the reviews, and that's you know we're drawing the reviews out quite slow, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get through all the Moon Knight canon, um, and these reviews on the website will do exactly the same thing. So those are the two big things at the moment um, for 2020. There's going to be heaps more. Um, it's just you know obviously the TV show a lot more buzz with that. So yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, but anyway, before we finish up, Connoisseur, I just want to end off this and the year with a few more bits of Mooney missives. Um, so a huge thank you again to all the loonies that have written in, that have interacted and uh, shared their thoughts and given some feedback. Um, Connor, have you got your list here? Um, I sure do. The majority, I guess, has just come from YouTube, our YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, how about we grab one each, eh? Alright, um, so episode 126, our most recent ones come from CMK7, 
uh, who dropped a great show, guys. Why, thank you, first of all. Thank you. Uh, this issue in particular is the reason I don't get the fans that insist Moon Knight used to be not crazy. Moon Knight has at least been a little unhinged from the start, and this issue, he goes straight off the deep end. And I agree from interviews I've heard, I don't think uh, Mensch himself remembers what his intentions for Moon Knight were back then. Yeah, thank you, CMK7. That This is in reference to Moon Knight, Volume 1, Issue 10, which Noel and I reviewed. Uh, which had Bushman and Midnight Man, had Moon Knight. It had that one kind of... We, we Actually, we thought we we reviewed this before, um, where, you know, the Statue of Conchu was destroyed and Moon Knight goes a bit crazy. Um, yeah, that was that was that issue. But thank you, CMK7. Um, CMK7, our favourite loony bot. <laughs> I know he's a real person, but I just love his name. Anyway, he <laughs> he leaves some remarks as well on episode 124, which was the episode that Dave Finn guested on and we, we reviewed Serpent War issue one. Um, so CMK7 said, another terrific episode, guys. Dave was an absolute blast on the show. I'm sure Dave will enjoy hearing that. I haven't gotten Serpent War yet. I'm feeling a little jaded by Moon Knight's appearances lately, as in Contagion and Damnation, where Moon Knight is just kind of there, just appearing like a cardboard cutout. Oh, you and me both there, CMK7. From what I've heard in various reviews, I haven't been convinced to pick it up as of yet. Well, uh, I don't know yet. I mean, Connor, you, you didn't seem too bedazzled by it. No, I certainly wasn't. No. Um, worth getting as a trade or digital or something just to pass bypass altogether? I think if I think go into it more for, as a fan of uh, Conan and Solomon Kane than you would Moon Knight and just mm. enjoy the ride. I think. Yeah, I mean, if anything, CMK Seven. I'm not sure if you are a Robert E. Howard fan or not. Uh, it's certainly got me interested in those characters. I've picked up on my Kindle uh, the Robert E. Howard Ultimate Collection. Um, so all these pros uh, of Conan, Solomon Kane, James Allison, all the characters you see in Serpent War. Um, so if anything, this comic series has succeeded in that, in getting fans interested in other characters. So, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Oh, and the Vanessa Del Rey yes. segments are amazing. They are, aren't they? Yeah, very um, dreamlike. Very good. Very good indeed. Um, look, just a little one here, Connor, before I give you the, the other one. Uh, just a bravo from Sister Mercy on episode 126. So uh, I think that was to do with the serial, which we released on, on episode 126, which was part seven of The Hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter. Corey, a.k.a. Sister Mercy, was part of it. He did a very good job. Connor, I'm not sure if you listened to it yet, but um, very seedy, seedy-sounding, Corey. I think I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the final bit of comment, uh, feedback here, Connor? Uh, our very last one is from uh, Jordan Hegarty, who's dropped in a line before, and we love him for it. He said, on episode 124, another one with Dave, getting all the love, seems like everyone missed Conan Serpent War Zero. I think if the Valley of the Worm had been read first, he wouldn't have made the idea about adding Robert E. He Howard into the story. It doesn't make sense removing the narrating character to add the literal author into the plot. That's no longer an Easter egg, that would be convoluted. He also adds, yeah, I'm on the fence, but enjoying it so far, but enjoying myself. I think Conchu looked good in issue one, and MK got some fun highlight moments in issue two. I like how Conchu's blessing is to put Mark directly into danger, and the way he takes out the sailors is loony, but a great idea. 
just loony enough. If the story can wrap up nicely with a unique climax, I think I'll be happy with this miniseries. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. Um, may Again, made me very interested actually to read Serpent War Zero, which was uh, released as a, a True Believers, um, which was um, you know an old issue, um, The Valley of the Worm, which one, it was one of the only, I think, comp- the few completed stories by Robert E. Howard of James Allison, who we see is the narrator of um, of Serpent War, and as Jordan says, because um, Dave kind of just put a bit of context, he he said, oh, it would have been a better idea not have James Allison as a narrator, but you have the actual author Robert E. Howard as the avatar and then mm-hmm. narrator for the whole story. It's kind of um, a bit metaphysical um, <laughs> in that sense, uh, but yeah, but Jordan has countered that by. Uh, neither Dave or myself had read The Valley of the Worm, so interesting to see what that will reveal um, and probably give a greater context for James Allison as a narrator. Yeah, well, um, anyway, loonies, that will wrap it, Connor, for for this year. Um, a huge thank you once again. It's been a, it's been a big year, um, both for the podcast and outside of the podcast but um yeah things are looking good yeah i think i think this episode has just proven we've done pretty all right this year <laughs> yeah as well also as well, i mean connor as well the final things i guess for this year as well you've you've branched out as well you've got um we've plugged it previously as well another podcast um wine mums podcast which has been going strong as well i saw you tweeted uh, you guys are um uh kind of banking some episodes up yeah one of which uh includes the lovely rebecca Ooh, actually nice one yeah so we'll be um yeah no looking forward to that if uh that is if that insanity is uh <laughs> i mean i mean that's a particular brand here with moon Knight, but a different kind of insanity then <laughs> we'd appreciate your listens but i know i'm not the only one who's branched out this year yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so or were you even going last year? I don't. Uh, time oh, is I think no, we were we complicated. Did, yeah, we did it last year as well. Um, but it is a kind of re- relatively new. The Last Sons of Krypton, the Superman podcast. Um, look, I can't say I'm any more of a Superman fan or any less of one so far. I'm still on that journey. Um, I do know a bit more about him, obviously, having done the podcast. Um, but I leave all the the heavy lifting to my other co-host Connor. Uh, who who's a massive Superman fan, but yeah, quite enjoyable. And and if you guys, if you're keen on something other than Marvel, other than street level, um, go check out Last Sons of Krypton. Uh, the episodes certainly are hearty, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, they're big episodes. Uh, Connor has a lot to say, and you know me, I like to ramble, so a lot of stuff to get through there. But anyway, a huge thank you um, again to Looney's. Um, Wishing you all the best. Um, enjoy New Year's Eve and all the celebrations. Enjoy your family, your friends as well. Um, you know, stay responsible, um, but also, you know, party party hard. <laughs> uh, so next phase, look, um, Connor, we'll be taking a break next week. Um, just keep your eye out for any notifications. Um week off maybe two weeks off um i'm just going to use that to to do some writing um i've got some killer ideas for our serial i just want to get down on pen uh, and i've got all these reviews that i really want to get ahead of um for our our reviews for painted monk library 
um, next year. So, yeah, we'll be um, taking a short hiatus. But as Connor mentioned, you can catch Connor on, on Wine Mums podcast um, and myself on Last Sons of Krypton Superman podcast. Um, anything else, Connor, that you'd like to add? No, I think that's good. I just once again thank you all for your uh, continued support throughout the year. Um, we hope you guys have yeah are having a fantastic holiday season. And I don't know. Keep up with the collective as well. Yes, we got some lovely boys here throughout the year. Yeah, otherwise I don't know. Exactly. Um, and yes. So again, finally, the collective we're part of a, a network. Um, go check them out. There's a whole band of them, the likes of Adelan Rising and Inhumans Podcast, Signal of Doom, a comic book podcast, or Sons of the Dragon, an immortal Iron Fist podcast. There's about 15 of them or so. Um, <clears throat> we all love to talk about either character-based or pop culture stuff. Um, the link's in the show notes there for us. Um, and finally, Connor, where can, where can loonies find us if they want to drop us a line? We always love to hear from them. We always love that. Uh, we are most places at uh, Into the Night or ITK Moon Knight. ITK Moon Knight on Twitter, Into the Night on Facebook or slash group slash uh, uh, ITK Moon Knight. Uh, we are on uh, the Instagram. Uh, we have links to our Discord, our messenger group, all in the group as well. Email us at itkmoonnight at gmail.com and find us on our podcast catches where if you feel so inclined... An iTunes rating, preferably a five-star review, or just however you feel, always goes a long way into getting us in front of uh, new listeners. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Well, have a good one, everyone. We'll see you on the other side of the new year. And as always, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.